Hi, welcome back to Curious Animal Podcast. So, sorry I haven't updated in a long time. I just couldn't get good script ideas. Also, I'm correcting some of the mistakes I made. It's mostly, well, all of them are in the episodes where there are prehistoric animals. Okay, first one to correct. Oldest the youngest. Eupyreka. So, I believe that's how it's pronounced now, Eupyreka. So, the whole time I was pronouncing Erpyreka wrong. Well, I actually heard me pronounce like that in a documentary called Walking with Monsters. So, he may be wrong, but, but if that's how it's pronounced, then I'll pronounce it like that. Oh, and second, when I said synopsis. And Therapsids evolved from Archosaurus. Um, so, first of all, they actually evolved from Ammonoids, not Archosaurus. Archosaurus also evolved from a branch called the Diapsids, which evolved from the Ammonoids. But anyways, so the reason you could distinguish them from being different is Archosaurus have, like, uh, extra horn their skull in the front and maybe one on the chin and two near the ears. Synapsids only had one, which is one near the ear, and we evolved from synapsids. Also, when I said therapsids evolved into synapsids, I thought that was true, but I realized that wasn't the case. So, the reason why I chose therapsids evolving into synapsids would be because Synapsids just sounded cooler than therapsids. So, it's actually the other way around. But you got... All the ways call all synapsids. I guess therapsids is more of an advanced term that isn't really required. Okay, moving on. To the sauropod episode. Now, when I said... Brock... Brontosaurus and Apatosaurus should be separate species but in the same genus. Turns out they were in the first place. But, however, scientists think Brontosaurus should have his own genus. Genus. Now, I'll probably do an episode on taxonomy sometime. Maybe not now. But I'll tell you what a genus is one day. Also... The last mistake I made is when I said plesiosaurs um, gave birth in the water after they laid legs on land. So actually, people always thought that they laid eggs on land until a birth, until a plesiosaur gave birth, well, not in real life, but shown on the fossil record. Um, in, uh, I'd say 2020, maybe I'm wrong here, but, yeah, probably around that time. So, I think, so, maybe the fossil was actually discovered in the Cretaceous, and they probably would have, I mean, I was probably right, maybe, but who knows. Anyways, that's all for today. Bye.
welcome back to Kiki's Animal Podcast, and Merry Christmas! Sorry for the very long wait. Anyways, today we're talking about the iterations of Godzilla, or just Godzilla. Here is his history first. So, back... So, why was Godzilla recreated in the first place? Well, back in World War II, the bombers... The U.S. bombed Japan. Back then, U.S. didn't really, the U.S. didn't really have a very good relationship with China. So yeah, they bombed. Oh wait, I sorry, I mean Japan, and they bombed Japan. Now, the movie was filmed to represent the bomb. However, they couldn't actually use it. Copyright reasons, I guess. Anyways, so they tried to make up different ideas, like a giant mutant octopus, or or some sort of mushroom cloud thing. Then, when the producers decided to do a dinosaur, which had the body of a T-Rex, standing up in a vertical position, place of, the, place of a stegosaurus, and arms of the iguanodon. Now, one of the producers uh, told Ishiro Honda, uh, the director, to pick one of three skin textures. The first one is was fish scales. The second one, well, I don't really remember of the information I got. And the third one, crocodile skin. Um, Ishiro Honda chose crocodile skin because... It was similar to the scars of the survivors from the nuclear bombs. Partially due to that. And and here are some of the stats of Godzilla 1954, the original. He was 50 meters tall, or 155 feet, if you're listening to the U.S. In the U.S. And he it was... 80 meters long. That would be 240 feet. And he's 20,000 tons, which weighs a lot. But wait until you see other iterations of Godzilla. And the design remained mostly unchanged throughout the Godzilla series. Though, however, in King Kong vs. Godzilla, which is the third Godzilla movie... He lost his ears and fangs, which I didn't mention him in the in the design, and his fourth toe. But later on in the show era, Godzilla got a bit more cheesy and funny. Until 1984, which was, um, let's say, 30 years after the 1954 release. They made Godzilla scary again. Meet Godzilla 1984. He has a bulldog face. He got his ears and fangs back and his fourth toe. He is 80 meters tall. A whopping 110 meters long. Or 20 yeah, 110 meters long. And 
he weighs fifty thousand tons. Now I'm just guessing his weight because I don't actually know. Anyways, he had a little design change in the second movie, Godzilla versus Biollante. Yes, that's the first Godzilla movie, Godzilla versus movie of the Heisei series. Um, his he was more muscular, had a second row of teeth, and he has a more cat-like face. No, not the cute cat. I mean, like. A snarling lion, I guess. Uh, after that, um, and his design remained mostly unchanged again, except he got 100 meet. I mean, got from gone from 80 to 100 meters by getting. By crashing into some sort of nuclear submarine, after Biollante drained Godzilla's energy. Now, oh, also, God's in the end, like Godzilla versus Destroyer, Godzilla went into a burning stage and he died. But there was a baby Godzilla called Godzilla Junior, and he absorbed this radiation, turning turning it. Turning him into the new Godzilla. <clears throat> okay, let's get to the next series, the Millennium series. Now I'm gonna break them down into movies. So the Millennium series Godzilla 2000 is smaller, like 50 meters tall, has the same stats as Showa Godzilla. He has. A lizard-like face, green skin, and and purple dorsal plates. Yes, they are purple. And got he fights a giant monster called the Orca, not to be confused with an orca. Anyways, in Godzilla, in Godzilla versus Megaguirus, which is the first Godzilla versus in the Millennium series, he. It, he has a longer neck, um, lighter skin, and a smaller mouth. He, of course, defeats Megaguirus. Oh, and fun fact: he is the first iteration of Godzilla to have a prehensile tail. Yes, that. Anyways, the next Godzilla is from. GMK or Giant Monsters All Attack GMK. This Godzilla has charcoal black skin, white dorsal plates. His neck is a bit more hunched. He has a less lizard-like face and has no ears. Yes, no ears. Oh, and pure white pupils. Now this Godzilla is actually. A supernatural Godzilla made by the ghosts of soldiers from World War Two, and he is the only iteration of Godzilla to be pure evil. And it's actually the first time King Ghidorah is a good guy. But spoilers, Godzilla. 
uh, King Ghidorah and Mothra die. Another spoiler, his atomic breath is so powerful that when he gets a wound, his atomic breath goes out through that wound, and he explodes. Boom. The next one is Millennium Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. He has a less hunched posture, like neck posture, um, spinier dorsal plates, like the ones from Godzilla 2000, except they're white, and a more wolf-like face. A scaly wolf-like face. He fights off Mechagodzilla, which gives him a scar on his chest. And later, in Tokyo SOS, he gets covered in silk and drops into the sea. Fun and lastly, he and the last installment in the Millennium series is Godzilla Final Wars. It's for the 50th anniversary of Godzilla, and he just fights a bunch of Showa and a few um, Heisei monsters. He also fights off Zilla, which I might talk about a little later. Anyways, going back to 1998, there was a Godzilla iteration called... Well... Godzilla, of course. It's the first original um, Godzilla in iteration made in God... Uh, the United States. Sorry, I was so used to saying Godzilla. <laughs> this Godzilla was just a Giganosaurus with spines on his back. Like, he's actually mutated iguana. I mean, I like his design, but not... But people say that's not my Godzilla. And I agree. In the final wars, Godzilla, the um, Japan one, is taller, like 100 meters now, basically the same size as Heisei Godzilla, is slightly thinner and has a more powerful atomic breath. We'll get to that later. I already told you the story, and, well, let's move on. You have to wait another 12 years from 2004 to get a Godzilla iteration exclusively main Japanese. Or, I mean, Japan. Anyways, the next one is Shin Godzilla. He is 118 meters tall. And... He has a, and he's like 150 meters long or longer, and he's like 150 tons. I'll tell you why. He has a huge tail. Yes, in his fourth form at least. His second form is only like 20-something meters tall. And his third form has the same stats as... um, 1954 Godzilla. In fact, he also has the same roar. Hmm. Okay, and to 2017. 
Now, in 2017, there was a tree bark texture Godzilla that was once 50 meters, but 2,000 years later, it gave birth to one of a clone, a clone Godzilla, and that one got destroyed, but then it unleashed the big one. Yes. A couple thousand years later, that Godzilla is like a thousand feet tall, or 300 meters. Anyways, let's go back to 2014, where a pump American Godzilla appears. He has pretty stubby legs, has sharp dorsal plates, and has a squarish box-like head. He fights off two creatures called MUTOs, which stand for Massive Unidentified Terrestrial Organisms. And fast forward to 2019, he is taller, more, his lower half is more slim, he has a bigger head, a shorter tail, which is more blunt, and larger dorsal plates with more points. In fact, the director, Mike Dorothy, pasted the dorsal plates from Godzilla 1954 onto his Godzilla. Oh, and they also dyed the same color, I mean, made it the same color as regular, their Godzilla. I hope they did copyright. Anyways, some, oh, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, that movie. His stats are basically the same as the, um, uh, 2019 Godzilla, which is from Godzilla Kingdom Monsters, or GKOTM. By the way, I forgot to tell him his stats. He is, um, 100 and 20 meters tall, 150 meters long, and 99,000 tons. I'm simplifying it, it a bit though. Oh, and his stats do not change, his looks do not change in GVK, which is stumping. Considering it had a five year skip, like between Godzilla 2014 and Godzilla 2019. Anyways, back. Anyways, since we're done all the movie iterations of Godzilla, we could talk about two hidden powers you didn't know about him. First of all, he could super jump. Yes, that's right. In KOTM, Godzilla, when King Ghidorah was heading for the USS Argo, an airplane, which Godzilla Leaped, leaped and bit Ghidorah on his three necks and tossed him around in the water. Now, now, why does this have to do with super jumping? Because the Argo and King Ghidorah were flying like 1,000 feet above the water, so Godzilla must have jumped really high to get them. And second, he could sense every time and activity in the world. Funny theory. So, what if Godzilla could sense all the actions of Titans and 
seeing if they're naughty or nice. Then he reports to Santa and see which ones, and he sees which one deserves presents. I'm just saying, none of this, none of that stuff is true. And here are, and here's the last thing. The list of Godzilla atomic breaths, weakest to strongest. Number 13, Zilla. Yes, Zilla. We already talked about him, and he basically only breathes fire out of eating a lot of fish. 12, Show Godzilla. So, this Godzilla really has only a radioactive mist. While it is pretty hot, it doesn't. And damages quite a lot. It doesn't damages that that much. And number uh, eleven, Godzilla 2014. Now the only reason why this was weaker than the other iterations of Godzilla is because the Mutos had an EMP, which weakened the reaction to make Godzilla's atomic breath. Plus, he only used it as a last resort. 10. Godzilla 2000. Now, this Godzilla's uh, atomic breath looked more like a beam than a missile like the Showa Godzilla, but it wasn't as strong as the other iterations. Number nine, Godzilla versus Megaguirus. Now, the only reason why I rank it higher than Godzilla 2000 is because it could blow up a black hole, which isn't really realistic in this universe, but is probably is in that universe. Number eight, Godzilla Millennium slash Normal Heisei Godzilla. Now, when I'm talking about Godzilla Millennium, I mean, like, the Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS. It is more like the classic Godzilla's atomic breath, which is more blue, and it's strong enough to knock Kiru, or that version of Mechagodzilla, back. Number nine. Number seven, KOTM Godzilla. Also, when I said seven on Godzilla versus Mega Gears, I got it wrong. I meant to say nine. Okay, so KOTM Godzilla's atomic breath is stronger than the other ones because it can also push Ghidorah back, which would weigh more than Mechagodzilla, and it could drill a hole right through the Earth like in GVK. Number six, Shin Godzilla. Now, the only reason why it's stronger is because it could cut through buildings, like knives. Admittedly, its its flame is more concentrated and has more cutting power, where where KOTM's Godzilla has more burning power. Number five, Heisei Godzilla's spiral breath, like the heat radio, like the super spiral breath. 
yeah, the super spiral breath is obviously hot, hotter than the normal one, and it can reach up to heats of one point six million degrees Celsius. Yes, that. And number four, GMK Godzilla. It's normal tongue breath. Now its enormous speed power is displayed through how it could create a mushroom cloud, like boom, and how it could literally destroy itself if it could get a wound. Like it could probably reach to more than two million degrees if it's stronger than the spiral breath. And number three, Final Wars Godzilla. Now it could destroy the Sydney Opera House and disintegrate Zilla. Yeah, disintegrate. But the reason why it's stronger than the others is it got a power-up boost to literally shoot Kaiser Ghidorah into space and obliterate it. Boom. And number two, Earth Godzilla. It was strong in Operation Great Wall. Got it was strong enough to collapse the Himalayas onto itself and send a giant Ghidorah into a black hole. And number one, the Infinity Ray, which has infinite heat. I was surprised. I was surprised that destroyer wasn't immediately destroyed when it when the Infinity Ray touched it. So it must not be infinite, but still. It is probably more than one billion degrees or more. I'm just saying though. Maybe it's like 100 million degrees, but still, it is topping the others. And that's all I got for Godzilla. Bye.